0: Ciao, mia amici favolosi. That's right, everybody. I can speak Pidgin Italian. Nobody knew. Um, Welcome to this week's Totem Talks. I am Mark Smith.
1: Michiamo Helen Fruin. Oh,
0: she's nailed that. Oh, I
1: don't think I did, actually. It might be Michiamo.
0: It doesn't matter. It
1: doesn't matter. I'm Helen Fruin. Welcome.
0: Welcome to the Totem Talks. The reason why we're talking Italian is because we've possibly had too much Prosecco this afternoon and... We do have a few Italian clients, so it's, it's worth knowing how to just say hello and to order pizza in Italian. So it's been a very exciting day. The topic of today's Totem Talk is coaching for managers. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? It is correct. And why on earth have we chosen this topic? Because we've covered coaching like four or five times now.
1: Because coaching comes up a lot in conversation, but what struck me in a conversation this week is that we tend to talk about coaching from our perspectives as executive coach, no. is executive coaches, rather than the perspective of what about a manager wanting to be a coach? So I was speaking to someone who's in her first position as a supervisor mm-hmm. and she's saying, you know, I've not really heard of coaching. What does that mean? And we're talking about, well, how do you ask a few questions? that will help you be an even better supervisor so this is more about how to use the principles of coaching as a manager or supervisor
0: and being super cynical about this why on earth didn't you just point her in the direction of the one minute manager book by you'll know his name ken blanchard thank you so much for bailing me out again <laughs> why don't you just point her in the direction of that awesome awesome little pamphlet sized book which basically nails coaching for managers in like three pages
1: so I can do mm-hmm. that and I have given her book recommendations. Interestingly, I didn't mention that one. So I will now go back to her and say, you may also want to look at this book because as you say, it's mm. it's brilliantly short and concise and wonderful. Uh, the sometimes reaction that I get to the one minute manager is that it seems like it's gone too far down. You know, the idea as comes across in the book that you can have these one minute conversations that just sort all of people leadership that's quite a goal to have yeah, yeah and if you're reading that for the first time it might seem a bit idealistic far away and so i guess what we can do with this more introductory type talk is look at how you start if if that's the goal if mm-hmm. that's the ideal what are some of the simple things you can do to begin trying out a few approaches to coaching as a manager
0: I'm such a beautiful segue my friend what are some of those simple things
1: that is indeed the great question so my favorite question to ask as a coaching manager is simply what do you think somebody comes to me with a question Helen how do I do this if I just go straight back back with what do you think I would would expect my employee to say that's why why I'm asking you you. I I don't know know.
0: (laughs) yeah but if
1: I explain look, I could just answer this question for you and I can just answer this question for you. But I believe that if you think about this for yourself, you'll realise that you already have some good ideas. Mm. You'll realise that you don't need to come to me for approval all the time because you know what you're doing. And I value your opinion. Mm. So what do you think would be a good solution? If you explain why you're asking the question, that makes a huge difference.
0: I think within, within what you said there, though, there is this, there is, an, there is a... Uh, an unspoken kind of idea, idea that what that, that person is asking you about is it mission critical or is it not right so if, so if you're, you're going to micromanage somebody on absolutely everything, everything down to the color of the font that they use then everything the mission is mission critical and you, you as a manager are going to eventually have a hot attack and die so good luck with that um, but I think the thing, thing is, is as a as a coach you, you do, do have to realize What's mission critical? What's not? What you can say, what do you think is best to? Uh, Is that true? Do you think?
1: Yeah, you've got to say it's context specific, right? So the fire alarm's going off and everybody's panicking. You say, what do you think we should do? No, we're going to say, look, I'm the fire marshal. This is what we need to do. So... Absolutely, it has to be context-specific. Where I challenge people who say to me, oh, you know, I don't know if this is appropriate and this is mission-critical, is that it's easy for us to use the excuse all the time, mm-hmm. that it's urgent, it's time-critical, it's mission-critical, whatever. We we always can fall back on that excuse. And so the challenge is, well, how do you make sure that there is some opportunity to say, what do you think about this?
0: And another beautiful segue, my friend. How do you recognize those opportunities? Mm-hmm. So, we're, you know, we're saying to people that as a manager, if you want to be a coach, you do need to recognize those opportunities. Mm. How do you go about discerning when you can and when you can't take hold of the reins, when you can let somebody grow and develop, when you can play more of the coach as opposed to mm. the, 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 the boss, if that makes yeah. sense.
1: So one of the big things for me is about what the timescale is on that piece of work and what else is going on right now. So of course, if I, as the manager, if I feel under pressure, I'm going to feel under pressure to just quickly answer the question. But if the timescale on the actual piece of work they're doing, that's the difference. So I feel under pressure because I've, as the manager, I've got tons of things on, Mm. but maybe the piece of work they're doing is not that urgent. So because I'm massively under pressure, I just go, I'll just tell you the answer. Whereas what if I were to say, I've got loads on right now. I really want to have this conversation with you. Can we have this conversation a bit later or tomorrow? Because I know it's not urgent for them. Maybe we can put off the conversation. Or maybe I say, you know what, because I've got so much on right now, I'm just going to give you the answer. But next week in your one-to-one, I'd love to hear what you think you would have done. If I hadn't have just given you the answer, What else could have been some options? What would you have done if I hadn't have said, just do this? How else might you go about this? Mm. So sometimes if we can't do coaching in the moment, we can do like a retrospective coaching, which can be just as powerful.
0: I mean, I, I agree that it can be just as powerful. But I think putting my realist hat on, that's actually never going to happen outside of Totem, because in the real world, I have not got time for a follow up coaching session about something that happened. A few weeks ago I I think where I would would probably challenge you on what you've just said is maybe not challenges challenges, wrong word you're allowed to challenge I I think (laughs) I think where (laughs) I'm gonna take some live examples here I think where it's really interesting um, so you know for everyone who is new and is listening Helen is responsible for business development within Totem and I I get wheeled in to see clients occasionally just in case you know if there's something bizarre that i actually know something about then i do tend to get wheeled in there and what i've always found fascinating in those situations and particularly um, when i was managing more staff in a previous life was that that initial contact with a client when it's not about a specific goal or a specific delivery target or it's about a specific relationship it's actually about brainstorming that's where I really enjoy coaching and bringing new people in and just saying uh, not not literally go nuts but you know just actually have fun with this meeting have fun with this process because there's not actually too many things that you can say that are stupid right now and often I find having you know new ideas in that kind of space new perspectives um, just a fresh energy is is really great for the individual who's being allowed to give that fresh energy but occasionally you can see something new dawn on a client's face and they're like oh, I had I had absolutely no idea that we could play the game in that way that's that's really interesting i think for me those are those initial contact opportunities if you've hired the right individual and you're confident in her ability to network properly they're they're, they're really powerful i think where that starts to change is when particularly with your work when you've really defined with the client what it exactly it is and there are some really key crystal clear deliverables coming out that's where the coaching kind of starts to fall down a little bit in terms of what no we there's no coaching required here there's just get, this, is, this is this is the deliverable
1: I think we've got to come back again to the context of, of what's going on so I love your example there about at the beginning of a project so maybe a way of defining when as a manager is it a good time for me to coach versus a good time to advise maybe a simple thing is at the beginning of a project when it's all about brainstorming that's a great time what do you think how do you think we should approach this because that's what that time is all about yeah, yeah. So maybe that's a really simple starting point. At the beginning of projects, we do coaching. Later on in projects, we do more, this is the answer, carry on. Mm -hmm. So that's one option. The other thing is about the context of what the conversation is. So I'm thinking about a project recently where we were very far into the project. And as you say, everything is clearly lined out. We know what the client wants, what we need to deliver. But the nature of the conversation I was having with someone in our team was not about what we were doing, it was about her confidence Mm. with what we were doing
0: yes that's true
1: now for me to say to her just do this just do this just do this totally not helpful whereas when i was asking her you know tell me more about what you're thinking so so far coaching questions what do you think Mm -hmm. tell me more about what you're thinking She was telling me, I've got to get this right. I've got to get this right. Tell me more about what you're thinking. Tell me more about how you think you need to get this right. And the more she talked, the more she came around to, actually, I'm making this about me and me looking good and me getting it right. What's most important is how I help the client. Mm -hmm. Let me shift my thinking in that direction. Mm -hmm. If I'd have just told her that, it wouldn't have had the same impact.
0: Yes, I get that. I think that this is where, where the coaching, coaching as a manager or managing or manager as a coach is really this is where the rubber meets the road, road for me because, because when you're your having that conversation, conversation with um whoever well, it was there was is a, an element a, the, though that as her manager if, if she, she does make, make a mistake so at the moment that person's person in kind of detail like detail overload over if she, she does make a mistake as her manager it's now your job to just step in between her and the client and take any issues that may arise. That's really your—if you're going to be giving her that freedom and encouraging her to do um, whatever she thinks is best. If there is a mistake within that process, as the manager, you're now responsible for that. Is that true? Do you think?
1: Absolutely, right. So you—you've got the thing as a manager that the buck stops with me. If my employee makes a mistake, it's my neck on the block. Absolutely, you have that. And again, so we're looking here at the context, the story that I've just told was about her confidence. Mm. She wasn't struggling with what was the correct thing to do. What was the process? If she was struggling with that, I could have done a bit of coaching, but then the other thing to add in here is when we talk about coaching, which just to be clear, means asking questions for someone else to solve their own problem. If I coach you, so I ask you a question for you to solve your own problem. And the answer you give me is wrong. The answer you give me is inefficient. The answer you give me is going to cost us the client. It's not like I have to sit here and go, okay. Oh my gosh, my next manager. going to be yeah, yeah, you're you're still, the, still you're manager. the manager. So I can say, yeah. Mark, how do you think that would work? What do you think would work best? And you say, well, I think what we should do is tell the client to go jog on. Mm. Okay, Mark, I think I disagree with your suggestion there. Only
0: once, only once have I ever said that, dear listeners. I was probably right, actually, wasn't I?
1: For that <laughs> one client that was absolutely <laughs> not the right client for us. Which <laughs> listeners, if you have a listen to our values based business podcast, you will hear all about how we knew that that was the wrong values much for us.
0: Absolutely. I did like a little dance all around, like the Carlton dance all around. That, <laughs> uh, Yeah. OK, cool. <laughs> to wrap up. And it's one of our wrap ups, so it could take a long time. What are the key points here? here?
1: The key points are that coaching as a manager means asking questions to help your employee solve the problem, to help your employee come up with their own answers. Absolutely. And the easy way to do that is to ask them, what do you think? Tell me more about what you think on this. What are your ideas on this? And in case those questions seem really intimidating, explain why you're asking them.
0: So I was just just about to say avoid the why word avoid the why word because when when someone says i think we should do this why why Why? it's always quite it's never a very friendly question is it did i not say
1: explain why you're asking the questions as opposed to ask the why question
0: oh you did didn't you
1: i did didn't i i need to explain why i'm asking you questions but absolutely, I would avoid asking you a why question because a why question tends to create a defensive reaction. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Mark, is a good idea? I think this is a good idea. Why do you think it's a good idea? You're likely to defend yourself. I will
0: mean, justify myself. Yeah. yeah, not so helpful. Hmm. Understood. Sorry, I interrupted again. You wouldn't believe how many times we've recorded this. Okay, where are we?
1: <laughs> that is the summary done and dusted. There you have it. Easy
0: peasy, everybody. Now, I think that at this point we should take the rare opportunity to actually be pimping out if we're allowed to use that word anymore. I don't know in this current climate. Um, We should be promoting some of the stuff that we're actually doing. So we do actually do a lot of teaching of, of management courses for this kind of stuff. Helen absolutely loves it. She gets such a buzz out of it. She skips about the office for the rest of the day. Please, people, book her for more, because it makes <laughs> my life better. And then the, the next before. one, actually, we're going to promote whilst I'm on it, is we've got some... Summer s- series. Summer series of learning workshops coming up. Oh, la, la, so excited. Now, these take place in the evening. They're about an hour and a half long. Currently, they're 15 quid a piece, which, frankly, is a bargain. I th- I actually think they're too cheap. I think they're so cheap that people don't recognize the value. So...
1: Oh, that is
0: a good point. But we, exactly. me, that, that's an argument for me. We can have that
1: debate later yeah, that they, they need be to be priced, priced more. more. Yeah. Yep. But
0: having said that, whilst I'm feeling generous or I'm being blocked from making it more expensive, um, we have got an inclusive management workshop, which is awesome. We've got a fair few people signed up for that one so far. So more are always welcome. Then we've got... Confidence Ooh. and Why You
1: Don't Need It, which is our next podcast as well.
0: And, listeners, maybe the next book. The next book. And then the third one...
1: (laughs) You're testing my memory now. Managing in a hybrid world. So the whole hybrid is the word of 2021, right?
0: That was was last time's podcast, actually. There we go. Um, So, yeah, please, uh, go and have a little look on the website. Link's in the description below. Uh, Sign up. Sign your friends up. Sign your family up, uh, particularly for the inclusive leadership one, because that is... That's really important at the moment, really, really, really. So um, other than that, I wish you, we wish you, the best of weekends if you're watching on a Friday. And uh, we shall see you in a few weeks' time.
1: Thank you you very much. much.